up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast, episode number 95, Invest in Yourself. This is the last episode of 2020. Oh my goodness. If you're listening to this in real time, happy new year. I hope you enjoy whatever your new year's plans are. Um, At this point when I'm recording this, I have no idea what our New Year's plans are. I think we just need to get through Christmas and then we'll see how we're feeling for New Year's Eve. Um, as always, if you like what you hear, please leave a review, subscribe wherever you're listening so you can get the notifications for when new episodes come out. Um, and feel free to send me any questions or topics you have about marketing or running your own business, <laughs> doing that from home with kids in the house or new puppies. Um, I love hearing from you guys. And when you're ready, feel free to schedule a 30-minute marketing consultation at un- marketinguninhibited.com. This is the first step for us working together. You can ask all of your marketing questions there. We talk about my offer, how it works, you know, where you need to be in your business to get started, which is wherever you are right now. It is a great time to start and to invest in yourself this holiday season. I really think marketing coaching is the best form of business owner self-care. So we're just going to dive right in today. What does investing in yourself mean? This is so interesting because... I've been doing life coaching for a while, and I consider that an investment in myself, in my future, in my business, in my relationships. Um, I just feel like life coaching or therapy or personal training are such good investments in self. But the investments don't always have to be monetary, and I'm going to get into that in just a moment. But before we dive in, I wanted to tell you guys about this. Yesterday, I, I had a series of Instagram polls I love getting feedback from you all and kind of taking the temperature of where you're at marketing wise. And (laughs) I, the polls got a a response, a a good response. And I was um, going through those. And then I got to the last question that I had posed, which was, how are you investing in yourself this year? And I wanted to know how you guys invest in yourself. Do you work with personal trainers? Do you work with life coaches? Do you have business coaches? Um, you know, are you taking a week off for the holidays? Maybe you're, I really like, I want to get to a point where you guys are like taking a month off of your business, you know, and you can go on a vacation somewhere and your business just runs itself. And maybe that's not what you want for your business. And I (laughs) just would love to do that. Like take the whole month of February off. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine? Um, oh, it'd be so amazing. Right in front of my desk. I have a picture of myself, on a beach in Thailand. And um, it's one of my favorite pictures of myself because I'm like not looking at the camera, but looking at the water in front of me with my arms spread out. And it's just such a, a good feeling. And that's how I feel. I guess I'm really craving, you know, we've been cooped up in 2020. And personally, we've had a lot of other time consuming 
and money budget consuming things going on this year, like buying a house and getting a puppy and also COVID. So um, we haven't traveled and I'm just getting that travel bug. I love traveling in January or February. I feel like not a lot of people do. And it's just a great time to kind of break that winter depression um, that comes on that winter slump, post-holiday hangover, all of that stuff. So anyway, anyway, as you know, I consider traveling and life coaching and personal training all to be great investments in myself. Those are things I pay for. Those are things I show up for on a regular basis. And so I thought when I did the poll on Instagram that I'd get some answers like that. And instead I got no answers, no answers. And I forget how many people viewed it and not a single one of you wanted to reply. And it got me thinking like, why not? Why did that question, did, I mean, I guess I'm asking, did that question make you uncomfortable? Does it make you feel weird to talk about how you're investing in yourself or the fact that you do want to invest in yourself or that you spend money or time on yourself? Does, does investing in yourself sound or feel selfish to you. Um, My life coach had to clarify the definition of selfish today, and I'm actually going to look it up for you guys right now and read it to you verbatim because I think that we often confuse selfish for self-care, and we get ourselves to this place where we're like, it's okay to be selfish. But here's the definition, and thank you to Tammy for pointing this out to me. The definition of selfish is, actually, let me get the Merriam-Webster definition so you guys know. Number one, concerned excessively or exclusively with oneself, seeking or concentrating on one's own advantage, pleasure, or well-being without regard for others. This is really the important part. It's focusing on yourself without regard for others. Number two, arising from concern with one's own welfare or advantage in disregard of others. Number three, being an actively replicating repetitive sequence. Okay. (laughs) This is talking about DNA. (laughs) Um, So we can skip number three. This is not relevant. But the first two are, are... Relevant. So it's concerned excessively or, or exclusively with oneself or well being without regard for others, or number two, arising from concern with one's own welfare or advantage in disregard of others. That is what selfish means. So if investing in yourself feels selfish to you, I want you to question. Why investing in yourself makes you feel like you're doing something for yourself with complete disregard for other people. Investing in yourself does not mean disregarding the other people in your life. You can invest in yourself and make a better life for yourself 
and bring other people along that journey. Maybe what if investing in yourself is not selfish, but is actually self-care, which is necessary for us as humans, especially as business owners, as moms, as anyone in any relationship, um, but especially as entrepreneurs who are juggling multiple hats in relationships. It is investing in yourself is a form of self-care. Not making time for yourself, not investing in yourself, not eating well, not sleeping right, not um, exercising, not freaking taking the bath when you want to take the bath, not sitting down and reading the book, not prioritizing your own well-being. Those, those things are neglect. That is self-neglect. And you would never treat your children that way. You would not neglect your child. You would not not invest in your child. I am willing to bet most of you would consider spending money on your business, like some sort of program, your website, your shop security, your branding, maybe advertising. You would consider that an investment in your business. So why do we get so freaking weird when it comes to talking about investing in ourselves? I just... I don't understand it, and I'm here to tell you that it's okay to invest in yourself. Investing in yourself is not selfish. It is a form of business owner self-care, especially when it comes to things like investing in marketing coaching, investing in life coaching, um, even investing in personal training or like exercising or exercise equipment. That's what Marshall and I, we're not buying each other Christmas gifts this year, Um well, you're going to be listening to this after Christmas, but we decided we would put our money towards, um, like any money we'd spend on each other towards investing in our home gym, because we know, especially with the way COVID is going, that we're just going to continue to work out at home. And that's something I am much better at than Marshall. Also our basement has a very low ceiling and Marshall is a lot taller than me. So I think it's just like physically a little more uncomfortable for him. Um, But we just want to make it a space where we can go and get a full workout in, which I'm I'm a big believer in that you can get a great workout done with minimum equipment, like a set of dumbbells, a sandbag, and your body weight, and a a space to move, right? Um, But I do think, anyway, that's just, that's an investment we've chosen to make in ourselves this holiday season versus buying each other, you know, things that we don't really need. Um, clothes, jewelry, whatever, knickknacks. And then we also want to take a trip. Um, Obviously, all things considered, hopefully we can do that in 2021. But so why, why do we get so weird about investing in ourselves? So I did, in addition to the poll I did the other day, I also talked about this on my Instagram feed. And I ha- I got some engagement, right? As some of you were sending me messages about it. So I just want to say like, you don't need a reason to invest in yourself. No more. If I do this, then I can do this, right? And I think that verbiage comes up a lot by, so we're just creating an excuse for behavior. Like if I sell 
$10,000 this month, then I can get that massage. And I think there is something to be said for a reward system and for rewarding ourselves. But you don't have to think of investing in yourself as a reward. Investing in yourself is just part of the process. Um, So I would be aware of when you're using investment in yourself as a reward um, or trying to find an excuse for investing in yourself. Now, I also want to encourage you and give you permission to hire that coach, take that bath, read that book, do that thing that you have been waiting for an excuse to do, right? Like I, um, some of you, it's, it's just coming down to a scheduling thing. Like you need to invest in hiring assistance. Maybe it's investing um, in asking your mom if she can watch the kids for a little bit longer. So you, and then not feeling guilty because you have a babysitter and feeling like you have to be working the whole time and investing an hour of that time that your kids are with a babysitter or with your parents or whomever and taking a bath and like enjoying it. I even get this around like, you know, with Rebel and with the dog, sometimes when we have help, which we're so fortunate to have such a, a very loving, supportive family system that's nearby, um, to be able to call in when we need time, um, when we need help. Sometimes I like, I won't, Marshall has to remind me, like, you don't have to work the whole time Rebel's gone. Like, or he'll say, I want, I want you to use some of that time when Apollo is at daycare to do something for yourself, like take advantage of your alone time and not for any other reason than I can, right? And I deserve it and you deserve it and you can. And be careful not to confuse investing in yourself with distracting yourself or searching for answers outside of yourself. So what I mean by this is, If you're going to invest in a, let's say, a a marketing program, be careful not to invest in that program because you think it's going to solve your business issues. Or be careful not to take a bath to procrastinate or put off something you need to do but aren't doing right now, right? Maybe you're, or, you know, or just get really clear around is this actually investing in myself or am I distracting myself from something else? Am I reaching for an answer that I have within myself and I just need to do some work on? Um, So really think about and get clear on the reasoning for the investment in yourself. And I want to remind you that investing in yourself doesn't have to be money related. It can also mean investing more time, more space, um, just maybe more creativity, more movement, more outside time, more downtime, you know, like investing in yourself doesn't always have to be a big monetary commitment. I do think there is a lot to be said for investing in yourself monetarily, especially as entrepreneurs, because I do feel like (laughs) one time I had a client And she told me, um, she stroked me a check for her six months of marketing coaching. And she's like, I had to massage a lot of horse asses to pay you for this marketing coaching. And I do not take that lightly. I 
I do not take the money that you have earned with your own hands and then given to me as an investment in yourself and your business and as a commitment to your growth as a business owner from creator to CEO, I do not take that money lightly. I know what it, because I have seen firsthand what it takes for you to be able to to have created that money, right? To have created and generated enough income to make an investment into something like marketing coaching. So I just want you guys to know that. Like I know when I receive like a check from you or you've paid an invoice, I know how hard you had to work for that money. Not in a like, like a hustly, this is hard work kind of way, but like that you are doing this with your own hands. You are pouring those candles. You have created this business that sustains you. You have massaged, literally massaged horses' asses to be able to pay me for marketing coaching. And I am so grateful that you chose to spend your money with me. And by that, you are investing in yourself. Um, So I just wanted to say, like, when you do that, when you take the money you've made from something that you've created and you've built, it is so special, like such a special transaction to be able to, because I do it, right? Like I have my own business and I take money that I have earned and I turn around and invest it into things like a life coach. And so I know what it feels like to see that money go out of your bank account, but don't Think about it that way. Don't think about it as the money you're losing, but think about what you're gaining from that investment. What are you going to get from investing in life coaching? What are you going to get from the 60 minutes you take for yourself to work out and take a bath or just to take a bath or just to literally sit? Maybe, I mean, I I have my workout stuff set up in the basement and sometimes I'll just go down to the basement with my journal and just sit. Um, and enjoy the the alone time, right? So what are you getting out of that versus what are you losing from the investment? So don't think about an hour to yourself as an hour that you're not spending working. That's from a scarcity mindset. Think about what you're gaining. You have the ability and the flexibility within your schedule or your bank account to invest in this way, right? Um, and then... I just want to give you a couple reasons that you can do this. Number one, because you deserve it. You deserve it. Wherever you are, whatever your bank account looks like, whatever your schedule looks like, however your parenting is going today. I just want, for the record, I've worn this sweatshirt that I'm wearing right now two days in a row. I haven't washed my hair in three days. And you know what? I still put on lipstick today and I showed up fully to my client meetings. I mean, I don't look a complete hot mess, but this is keeping it real. Like it doesn't matter where you are. You deserve it. And because you can, you are running your own business. You're in control of your schedule, of your time, of your money, of your choices and of your thoughts around those choices, which is where I think we're getting caught up in this investing in ourselves. So I'm going to step off of my soapbox about investing in ourselves. And I want to share with you 
some of the results from our end of survey, my end of year survey. I send out a feedback form every year to all of the clients that I have worked with over the year. And I, I just try to, I ask for feedback. Um, and this helps me improve my services for next year, helps me get in front of you guys where you're spending time. Um, and this year I added some new questions. So I'm going to start here. So one of the questions I asked was, please share your proudest marketing moment in 2020. What's one thing you've achieved as a result of marketing coaching that has rocked your socks? Um, and these answers are so interesting because you guys come to me with like results driven and then what you get out of working with me as your marketing coach on a month-to-month basis is so much more than an income result right or so much more than opening I mean no okay so it's more of like an emotion. You get so many more emotions and feelings and like personal mindset growth out of this. So number one, this this client said, when I asked her her proudest marketing moment in 2020 and one thing that rocked her socks, she said consistency in creating systems that work for themselves, setting achievable goals like replacing my nine to five income, which I exceeded And for the first time ever, I had my first five-figure sales month. So not only did this woman leave her nine to five, she also exceeded her nine to five income in the first month of leaving her nine to five. So this is what happens when you free up space, brain space, and time and energy from whatever is sucking those things from you and invest it into your own business in yourself. And she achieved something that we never set out to do this year, which was a five-figure sales month. That is amazing. And I can tell you she's done it consistently since the first time that she hit that. So it's also not a fluke. Someone else said um, They were shocked that they tripled their Instagram audience with educational and personal posts. This is someone who was focused more so on Instagram aesthetics in the beginning versus using Instagram as a tool to engage her audience and to really position herself as a leader in her industry. Someone else said they got the power of a smart and honest mentor. Thank you so much. Someone else said getting consistent planning and focus. Um, Someone else said that they've grown their business so much this year that they have now have the opportunity to open their new store and to open a store in 2021. So this is an opportunity to open a shop. This is not the only client I have that has gained an opportunity um, as a result of the the work we've done together in 2020 to be able to fully actualize their dream of opening a shop. Um, And then finally, with this question, someone said that their goal, they, they did open a shop and their goal was to cover their first month's rent minimum with their sales. And after their first month, after just one month, the sales she had in that one month covered all six months of rent. 
and her merchandise is consistently selling. And she said that just makes me so proud and that together our work has helped her focus on what needed to be done and got her to this point where she she launched, she opened and (laughs) blew her own mind and mind with the level of sales she achieved in month one. This is... This is what I'm talking about. We are changing lives in marketing coaching. You're not just changing your life. You are changing the trajectory of your your career path, your life, but also the life of your family, especially if you have kids that are observing observing you do this, right? Or other family members. You guys know I have a huge family, and I think, to my knowledge, I am... One of the, I think I'm the only one, I think maybe one of my mom's cousins started a business at some point, but I don't think they're in existence anymore. So I'm the only entrepreneur on my mom's side. I have a cousin who started her own law practice um, on my dad's side, you know, so we are examples to ourselves, but also to so many others who we don't even know who are paying attention of what is possible in our lives. This is amazing. Um, So I do want to touch on one thing too. I asked them, is there anything you haven't yet achieved that you thought you would with marketing coaching? And someone was really honest here and said, I haven't found the magic success potion for marketing my business, but I came into this relationship knowing there isn't one. And I am delighted with the coach and the process. So this is what there is no magic marketing potion. You're not going to come to me and I'm not going to fix your business problems. You're, you're like, there's no, ma- with the wave of a wand, right? There's no I, marketing magic. Marketing magic is you showing up, being willing to commit, being willing to try new things and just showing up every day and trusting the process and knowing that it's going to work out one way or the other. And now I ask them, you know, what's one thing that surprised you about working with a marketing coach? Um, and it's a lot of, this is where the emotional impact comes in. Having someone unbiased to bounce idea off of, ideas off of, um, someone said that they're surprised by how much more I, more I am than just a marketing coach with their help. They're able to be strategic and organized. They've expanded their company. Um, and then someone said the power and value of safe vulnerability and accountability, Um, They said it's motivational, it's encouraging, and it floods their brain with ideas. So marketing coaching is so much more than this monthly marketing plan. And the last thing I want to share with you is that, you know, people, this is, so I always say, you know, who do you think would benefit from working with a marketing coach? And I got some specific names and you probably know who you are if you're listening, but I won't say those. Um, but someone said business owners who are not too arrogant to listen and know that they have things to learn and everyone. And then I had a few others say small business owners, every small business owner, And then lastly, anyone who has a lot of business ideas and the inability to focus and put a plan in action. That is where the marketing magic happens, in the action. I help you create a plan that you want to execute, that you want to implement, that you want to take action with. 
because I help you align all aspects of your business so that your marketing is authentic, it's genuine, it's engaging, and it feels good to you. So this brings us back to investing in yourself, right? So you, we want investing in ourselves to feel good. And I think that's where we're getting caught up. Like we're getting caught up in the fact that we think it's selfish or that we, somehow it's, it's not okay to spend money or time on ourselves, um, maybe outside of material things, right? Like I don't see a lot of people that have a hard time like shopping for themselves, buying clothes for themselves or jewelry, but it's the these bigger investments and commitments to like our individual growth, like life coaching or marketing coaching, or even just self-care in general, taking a bath, getting your nails done, um, taking time out in the middle of the day to read and meditate or work out. So don't let your the wrong definition of selfish get you caught up in not investing in yourself. And as we end the year, with this podcast, I just want to plant this little seed in your head and ask you, what would it be like to fully invest in and commit to your growth and the growth of your business and to changing your life and the live lives of your family members, your children, maybe just shifting the way your household operates, um, you know, showing us, I like to think about a lot of times that I'm even an example to my parents of what's possible. You know, my dad is, um, my dad came here from Mexico when he was 16. So, I mean, what he's achieved in his lifetime is definitely would have seemed impossible to 16 year old him. I'm sure of it. Um, and now what I'm doing is, and the same for my mom, you know, both of my parents grew up very poor. And so, and they have leveled up their lives for their generations. And what I, I like to think of what I'm doing is leveling it up for my generation, but also showing my parents that, you know, they were examples of what's possible and I can be an example of what's possible too. Like they took us so far and now I'm like, and this is what we're going to do next, family. Um, and you have to be careful with that, right? Like, I don't do it in a way to, like, burden myself with pressure or the weight of carrying the family or anything negative like that. It's really just, like, a fun, like, yeah, I want to show them what's possible. I want to show my younger siblings what's possible. I want to show Rebel what's possible. Um, and I think that's a really fun way to look at it. And and so what's possible when you invest it? in yourself. Anything is possible. Anything is possible when you invest in yourself. So let yourself go there. What would you want to do? How would you invest in yourself? How would you show up to marketing your business if you knew that you were paying a marketing coach to help you figure that shit out? I don't want to see you be a hot mess. I, I don't. I, and I'm not going to let you be a hot mess. I mean, I will if that ultimately is your choice, but I'm going to call you on it before then. So really, just just go there. What would it be like to invest in yourself and to commit to growing your business and achieving your full potential as a business owner? I think it's really fun. 
And if you're getting scared, go back and listen to episode 94, where I talk about stepping into your power. Um, and just take this time off around New Year's to, you know, don't don't bombard yourself with resolutions and these like rigid goals. Um, but maybe just let yourself dream about the future and investing and and growing ahead. And then in January, we'll come together and we'll do some goal setting, but in a different way than we've done before. All right, that is it for this year. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey with me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for for taking action. I see you guys take so much of what we talk about here and implement it almost immediately and from the workshops and from the client work too. And um, that's just, it's always really, really fun to watch you guys grow as business owners and individuals and really come into your, your full potential from creator to CEO. So it's been such a privilege to be here with you um, throughout this year. And I am so excited for all that 2021 has in store. And I just, I just can't wait to, this has been a crazy year. It has. Um, and I'm not wishing it away by any means, but I am very excited to kind of turn the page on 2020 and move into 2021. So have a very, very happy new year. And I will talk to you guys in January. Happy new year, everybody.